O Lord, open our eyes to behold your presence, our ears to hear your voice, our hearts to receive your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have you ever been in love and longed for the sight or the sound or the touch of your beloved? Have you hoped for news of a baby's arrival, of a hospital test, the decision of an interview panel? Longing can be visceral. We can feel it deep within our body. It can permeate and dominate all our thinking. With the arrival of Advent, we enter a season of longing and of desire. Christians are reminded frequently that during this season, we live between two Advents. Advent, of course, meaning the coming. We live between the first, the past advent of the coming of Christ as a baby, whose birth we'll celebrate in just a few weeks. We also live as those who wait and long for a future advent, a coming of God which will draw together all our human longings and when all will be put right and we're counting down those days. That sense of longing and hope for fulfillment is gathered and focused in our opening and perhaps one of the best known Advent hymns, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. The words are a translation of a Latin text inspired by the O Antiphons, a series of plain chant refrains sung at Vespers over the final days before Christmas. And those words are so wonderfully matched with that evocative tune, which has been traced back to the 15th century in France. Together, they help us to recall that God has intervened, has come, and also to express our longing that God will come, come now, and come soon. Advent, this season of longing and crying out to God, is a precious one, and yet it's easily overrun. In the rush to the wonders of Christmas, the many bright lights and the must-have offers, each making loftier and loftier claims to be able to satisfy our desires can easily overtake Advent. And yet Advent makes no such claim of satisfaction. In fact, Advent invites us to pay attention to the deep sense of longing that exists within every human heart. This season then is distinctive in that we're invited to be brave enough to listen for our truest desires, and in fact not to seek to fill them too soon, for fear that we'll settle for what doesn't really fulfill or address those desires. 
Advent then is a rare gift. If we dare to face in to our longing and to bring it before God, because our longings show us what is most important to us, what we value, and maybe even our callings and our God-given vocations. So I'm going to ask, if we were in a pantomime and I could, as the good fairy, give you three wishes, what would they be? Firstly, what one thing does your heart long for the world as it is right now? For stability, an end to violence, a care for creation, for the needs of the most vulnerable to be taken as seriously as the wealth or the pleasure of the most secure? How would you long for God to come in the world today? And how might God use you as the answer to your own prayerful longing for that transformation? The second wish, what one thing does your heart long for, for your family or your friends or your community? For well-being, for the healing of broken relationships, for glad times together for the restoration of trust, for new opportunities. How would you long for God to come to your family, your relationships, your community today? And how might God be inviting you to be the answer to your own prayerful longing for transformation in your family or in your community? And the last wish, for what one thing do you long for in yourself and especially in your relationship with God today? Longing recognizes that we have been given much, but there is more to come. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was a German Christian pastor, mur murder murdered because of his opposition to Hitler's Nazi regime, said, the celebration of Advent is possible only to those who are troubled in soul, who know themselves to be poor and imperfect, and who look forward to something greater to come. This Advent, this Advent knowing of ourselves comes through daring to take a journey inward, to contemplate our life and our journey with God. And it's about letting those longings surface so that they might truly show us what's important to us and in taking stock to ask what is truly important full stop. May we, in this Advent, find time to give space to our longings and our dreams. May we also allow the Spirit of God to open us to be attentive to the longings of others, their dreams and hopes, here and across the world. And this Advent, 
as the season of longing takes hold and our eyes begin to be directed towards the yet still distant but ever-present stable in Bethlehem, things begin to come together, for Advent begins in the very heart of God and in God's own longing. The God who ached and longed for humanity in all our frailty and all our brokenness and all our messiness and the God who could not and would not abandon us. The God whose longing and love for this world, for you, whoever you are and from wherever you have come this morning, and for I, is as strong as it was 2,000 and more years ago when the Christ child took his first breath. Little wonder then that we were exhorted in that Advent hymn at the beginning of this service. Rejoice, rejoice. Gracious God, in you all our longings are gathered, refined and fulfilled. Grant us sufficient disquiet to long and to work for your coming kingdom. Grant to us also the peace and the joy of knowing that we are beloved of you.